Yeah. There's a party up in here celebrating over 1,000 plays on my podcast as of today. When I went to bed, it was at 999. Now it's at 1,003. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Chad Hostack, and here's where I share my worldview. This podcast is in dedication to my nephew, Micah, to help him avoid unnecessary hardship as he gets older, because... Even though I'm sharing my philosophy and way of life on this podcast, I, I, I talk about it in a self-improvement kind of way and share how I solve problems for myself. And over time of this podcast, I started it June 7th, 2021. I've been doing it uh, mostly consistently. And the thing is, like, no matter how consistent I am, uh, th- there's... There's periods where I'll have like 10 listeners per episode for a little bit, or even for a while, and then I go through periods where there's like only one person or zero people listening. So that's that's why I I don't really do anything but share what I actually have to say, because I'm not really motivated by by the vanity metrics, by the analytics, Um, because I guess viewership will come and go. Maybe, Maybe it's something political I've said. Maybe it was something about religion I said. Who knows? Um, But, uh, you know, this isn't about entrepreneurship. This is about sharing my highest value knowledge for free with the rest of the world. And to celebrate over 1,000 plays, I would like to um, just go over what my goals in life are at this point. There's some... uh, fruit flies that got into my room and I took their garbage out and everything, but that wasn't enough. So I'm going to have to be dealing with that. That's also why I was late with yesterday's episode. So who is Chad Hostack? Some people would describe me as an intellectual. And I do agree with that title, that label. Though I am intellectually illiterate with certain subjects like politics and certain branches of philosophy. I'm an intellectual in the sense I like to explore the human condition and things related to that and such. Um, But I'm not as intellectual as I could be. I'm not as intellectual as I'd like to be. Some people say I'm a good entertainer because, yeah, if you know me in my personal life, I like to text you jokes and memes and even make up my own original jokes. If you hang out with me in real life, you know, I, 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 I rarely take anything seriously. I make jokes about everything. Um, and I will say that an immature sense of humor is the ultimate benchmark of someone who didn't lose a soul to the world. So yeah, if you have an immature sense of humor and you laugh at something, congratulations. You still have life. You still have your soul. That's part of my worldview and philosophy. I don't want to be too mature where I'm all stuck up and snooty. I, and I also don't want to be too immature where I take things personally and I avoid responsibility. I want to be in that sweet spot where um, I'm mature enough to take a joke at my expense. Um, but I'm also immature enough to appropriately joke back and just move the interactions along and achieve goals and reach completion points. Uh so we have intellectual and entertainer. (coughs) 
excuse me. So, um, ever since I could remember at four years old, you know, my dad bought the VHS box set of the original Star Wars trilogy. And in the beginning, before they got to the movie, they had like an interview with George Lucas. I forgot who was interviewing him. Maybe it was Steven Spielberg. I, I can't remember. Um, but I knew from right then and there at four years old, I wanted to be in George Lucas's I wanted to be in the position of George Lucas. I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be like a showstopper. And film was the original interest I had, specifically directing and screenwriting, those two positions in film production. I I really wanted to do something with that. And as I got older, I was picking up other hobbies like music. You know, I, I, I really liked The Offspring, and I really wanted to learn drums. Uh, because of their drummer at the time, Ron Welty. And uh, then eventually I picked up guitar. I became like a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, composer, and producer in my teen years. And I carried it out through my early 20s. Um, You know, so music and film um, are two big components of like my bucket list. Like, I'd, I'd like to produce at least one film, one work of film. I'd also like to produce at least one body of music uh, before before it's my time. And writing is another consistent uh, element in my life. I really like writing. Uh, but nobody really cares about my substack. No one ever really has. So I might abandon that project. I might just stick to the books. I might delete my substack, my newsletter. I, you know, no, nobody cares about it. And that's fine. Um, I, I just don't get enough support on it for me to want to continue doing it. Even though, even though I could do it just for the fun of it, I, 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 I'd rather write books to make money, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, so writing music and film are major components of like what I want to do entrepreneurially. I don't even know if I could use that word in there. It's definitely like entertainment and intellectually based endeavors as those are two primary facets of like my personality is being intellectual and also entertaining. And, and I care a lot about entertainment. I really do. Uh, just as much as I care about un- understanding myself and others better and improving myself and thus my community. Uh, so it's like, what what's holding me back? It's not, it's not so much that anything's holding me back. And, you know, I don't even know if dreams are something I'm chasing because it's more like I'm attracting them in my life. Rather than me chasing a dream, it's more like I'm attracting it. Where, um, like on YouTube, I'll search for, like, uh, how to screenwrite. And I did learn a little bit of it um, working in behind the scenes of the Seattle film scenes, by the way. I learned a little bit about it. Uh, but I want to know more from a true professional. Um I stumbled across Word Dancer by Pamela Kay, uh, an award-winning screenwriter who has an amazing YouTube channel, and I hope she continues it. Um, I'm going to get her courses because she has worthwhile content, and I and I think the courses will be worthwhile teaching me how to screenwrite. So it's like I searched that, and it started bringing to me um, necessary things for me to do to 
see my goals to completion. Uh, just like YouTubing, uh, searching on YouTube, how to do a slow blues guitar solo. I'm good at rhythm, but not so much at lead. Uh, I want to learn to be better at lead and solo on guitar. And so I search for it. And I wouldn't say that's me pursuing it. It's me conjuring, <clears throat> you know, what I want to be good at. Like, and then it starts manifesting, you know, the necessary pathway to mastery of these things. And so I find some YouTube videos of easy beginner tutorials or even intermediate that I can follow along with and help me master the guitar better. And as far as writing, you know, they're, they're, the same thing goes there. Um, but my, my method at being a better speaker and also being a better writer is just reading a lot of books. And that's why I try to knock out, like, at least one book a month. But I'm aiming to get three done because I, I just love getting through these things. I like the feeling of completion. But, um, you know, because of my slow living aesthetic, I'm actually able to knock out more books than just one. But, you know, it's also perfectly a fine option to just focus on one book a month. And so, like, these are my projects. Like, these are my endeavors uh, beyond free content on, on the Internet, whether it be my podcast or YouTube or the newsletter. These are the things I would aspire to make money at and make a living at. Not because I think they'd be easy, but because I have a natural, like, knack for them and I have a natural interest and passion for them, a natural ability even. And, and that can be the complicated thing about choosing a career path is earning potential. And then also if you have a natural ability for it, like if you want to be an engineer, but you're not very good at math and you don't like math, maybe it's not a great thing to pursue unless you could make yourself fall in love with mathematics, then more power to you. That'd be more pragmatic and strategic. And you could also argue maybe it's not about pragmatism and strategy. Maybe it's just about the love for it. Well, sure, but you you better love hard work in that case. And for me, um, you know, I have options as far as like higher education. I've never gone to college, but I'm considering going to college or trade school for that matter to make a living where it has good earning potential and I have a natural ability for it. You know, so MBA in marketing is my first choice um, as far as like earning potential and I have a natural ability for it because I'm all about brand building and I've done work on marketing campaigns professionally and I, I have got my feet wet in business without a degree. And I'm thinking that since I'm actually good at it and I can make money at it, why not go to college for it uh, to have a more stable career potentially? And possibly retirement for that matter. And you see, higher education is a big deal to me because it's a really big financial commitment. Uh, so it's like, what's the one thing I have a passion and natural ability for that doesn't have good earning potential? Psychology. I would, I, I think I'd thrive as, as a psychologist or even just a therapist. Um, but there's a plethora of reasons. I'm not going to go that route, and earning potential is probably the biggest hindrance when it comes to that. 
And so I want to have a good full-time career that could help fund these things in when I'm off the clock. And also, um, you know, it, as much as I like my life the way it is now, you know, working part-time entry-level jobs, you know, working a part-time entry-level job, you know, as I just go by in life, as much as I like the way my life is set up right now, I'm looking to improve it and have something more. Um, so higher education is one thing on the table for me and no, nothing has to be decided now. Nothing is really set in stone at this moment because I'm in the process of saving money to move to, um, a different state where it's more affordable to live and it will have my best friend there, which is Texas. <clears throat> and I want to pursue wealth creation projects with them aside from entertainment and what I'm doing online. I, I want to be really productive and physically active. And I, I'm trying to be more physically active where I'm at. It's just there's no sidewalks in my city. <laughs> um, you know, uh, there's a lot of gravel roads. Um, you know, the, the, the park has some maintenance being done to it right now, so there's only certain areas I can go in the park. And I like to kick a soccer ball around there, but I don't think I could get away with that right now. Um, but I do go to the gym regularly, and I do have a consistent clean diet, and I do have a consistent uh, sleep schedule. You know, so I'm just taking everything slowly because that's the best method for me right now. I'm not against fast living. You know, I just want to make sure that I'm doing things efficiently. And living slowly helps me do that. And keeping things simple helps me do that. You know, nothing is set in stone right now. And that takes a lot of pressure off of my shoulders. Nothing is set in stone. Um, and I'll make the decision when I know it's the right decision to make. Like a Taoist principle. You know, let everything unfold and don't make a decision until the right one presents itself. In this context and situation, I find that to be a worthwhile thing to do. You could argue, no, just go for it, just dive. And that's a perfectly fine option too. It's just, you know, this is a really big financial commitment. So I want to be careful with the commitments that I make. Because with a college law, I couldn't file bankruptcy or whatever. So it's a big deal. And I don't see me getting a degree in anything or a higher paying job. Like, I want to be at least close to six figures. I don't even think I need six figures, but I'd like to at least be close to it with whatever I choose. Um, I don't think it's giving up. I, I think it's me, you know, being pragmatic and strategic to make my life higher quality and also be able to properly fund what I want to do. But then I'm just giving up the time that I have now to be able to pursue those things. But in this current situation, I don't have the funding to be able to do it. And you can say, oh, we'll do crowdfunding. And yeah, I will. Uh, but I also want for myself a higher quality life. You know, so I want to have a little bit of realism with what I'm doing with my life to have a reasonably healthy and constructive high quality life while also pursuing what I want to do. But like I said earlier, it's like I feel like I'm attracting 
what I want. You know, and, and that goes for a potential lifelong companion, like romantically, like a girlfriend. I feel like I will be attracting that by improving who I am, you know, mentally, physically, and financially. And I will find better suitable, compatible partners just by doing that instead of me going out looking for them and talking to everybody and trying to have it now when I'm probably not very attractive, neither physically or financially at this current time. You know, like economically attractive. But I do believe I am mentally attractive, but, you know, it's important to have the other two as well. You know, I want to be the highest value person I can be before I get a partner. You know, that that's a service to myself and my potential future partner. And also, I don't even know if I want to date, <laughs> like... To tell, you, to tell you the truth, um, I, I don't even know if I want to do that. Like, sex is not important to me. I, I've had plenty of sex in my life, and it's not everything it's cracked up to be. You know, it, it, it is what it is. And I, I'm pretty comfortable in my solitude, you know, with peace, contentment, and surrender in my life. I don't know if I want to bring another person into that and potentially have things go wrong. You know, so if I'm going to have a partner, I'm going to have the standard that... Things need to be chill, and we need to be making constant progress in improving ourselves and what we're doing. And that might be asking too much for a lot of people. Maybe. Depends who you ask, I suppose. I don't know how we would get statistics on that. Um, but these are the things I'm considering in my life right now, um, as far as career and, and as far as like you know my dreams are concerned. And honestly, I just love podcasting, and I, I love making YouTube videos, and I like posting on Instagram. I like writing my newsletter, even though I'm not getting a lot of support on it. Where I'm coming from with potentially not doing my podcast or newsletter as much is, like, I'm getting some pretty good results on YouTube. I went up a few subscribers just by keeping posting, just by me posting a lot. And I, I want to I allocate my time to where I'm getting results, but right now, according to my podcast analytics, I went from one listener to nine, you know, just by posting more. And I, I don't, I don't understand the algorithm of Anchor. I don't, I don't know if I should keep posting more or if I should just post once a week. Um, but ultimately, like the the reason I'm posting, even if I don't have something pre-planned to say, um, is because I'm challenging myself to be a good speaker off the cuff and provide something valuable and worthwhile. So I'm kind of like my, just like on YouTube, my strategy is to get all the L's out of the way, get all the, mis get all the mistakes out of the way because I I'm in the early stages and the experimental stages of what I'm doing on my podcast and on YouTube and all that. So I'm just pushing my limitations and trying to improve myself as a speaker and camera personality um, and intellectual and entertainer. Uh, so that, 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 that's why I'm doing this. And the, the, the main reason is October is my favorite month. And I kind of want to share that with everybody by posting daily and on YouTube, ever since I think October 2nd, I've been posting two videos a day. I do regret deleting the video I posted on October 1st. I wish I would have kept that. I would just get discouraged because I'd post something and get nothing, no views, no subs. But, you know, the more I post, the more views and subs I get. 
And I like sharing what I think with people. And it probably annoys the hell out of some people in my personal life. But, you know, YouTube is a great outlet for that. And uh, I also love seeing what other people think. I love it when I get comments. Uh, so, to celebrate over 1,000 plays. And I think this episode marks 92 episodes. So I got 1,000 plays before I posted 100 episodes. So that's like, what, uh, 10 views per episode, something like that? Um, I'm, I'm not great at math. But my point is, is like, yeah, I, I've, I've been having a lot of fun. And it's a pleasure to have you on this journey. If you're listening on the podcasting platform, please subscribe. If you like having food for thought, this is the place to go. I, I, I talk about everything, but primarily about identity and how to handle being really so i kind of talk about existentialism a little bit um and if you're on youtube if you find this entertaining or insightful please leave a like and help celebrate that i got a thousand plays on my podcast and if i say anything that's that struck a thought for you please share it in the comments i would love to read it and reply to it and also subscribe for more but this is the end of the video the end of the podcast episode I'm pouring myself some black velvet toasted caramel. You know, the the original black velvet, the normal black velvet blended Canadian whiskey is 80 proof. This is uh, 70 proof. So it, it went down 10 notches. And it tastes good. It, it really does. This might be my favorite black velvet. They also have like a, I think it's candy apple or something or cider apple they have like a sour apple flavor one but i'm a really big fan of the original not just because of not just because of how much proof it is but it, it just tastes really good and i've noticed like in my experience as a bourbon scotch and cigar snob different alcoholic beverages will give you a different kind of buzz or a different kind of drunkenness and black velvet gives me the one i like the most it's important to know what you like and, you know, if you know what you like, you know, just like me, you know, th that's actually one thing really important I want to bring up. Um, I'm very fortunate to have known from a young age what I intend to do with my life. I'm also grateful that I'm mature enough to realize that maybe the one thing I do for a living might not be the thing I intended to do. And that's okay. That, that's, that's perfectly okay. Not that I would ever justify giving up on your dreams. Um, it, it's just like, we have to have like a balance of realism and then idealism. You know, it's okay to be motivated by your ideals and try to make them reality. However, it's also good to understand what your limitations are so you can expand them. Uh, so it, you you want to have a sense of grounded to reality-ness to you. And you also want to have that irrational like i'm going to accomplish this no matter what and see it to completion you want to have a bit of both you know in the right times and places anyway um you know because because that's what's gotten me as far as i have come i i i come from a disenfranchised upbringing brain injury bipolar diagnosis survived suicide attempts my teen years was just being in and out of psychiatric treatment um you know so i've definitely come a long way where i've overcome depression and become a became a happier stable person uh just because i try to figure out what is realistic uh 
and then I try to make my ideals, my dreams are unrealistic, match that. That's really what I'm saying. But anyway, here is a toast uh, to me reaching over a thousand plays in my podcast. I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you who tune in and comment and uh, support me. You know, it's really much appreciated. It's noticed and valued. Here's the wild. Here's the free. Here's to you guys' success and to me. Cheers. Like and subscribe and comment. That's all she wrote.